Welcome to 2024. It's a presidential election year, so good Lord, we're all doomed. Let's just get back to Rad Radio. A couple emails, rad at radradio.com. First one's from Daniel. Hi, Daniel. Says, today is my 39th birthday. Oh, my gosh. Still so young. Says, yes, I am old. I feel it in my knees. Oh, my God. I've always wanted a shout out. That's a good thing you wrote. You're running out of time, pal. (laughs) By the way, Rob Love, the new show with Steve. Well, thank you. Uh, Every day, 10 a.m., Mix Picks uh, daily show on uh, both Rad TV. You can watch us do it uh, live. You can listen uh, at members.radradio.com. It's on the app as well. And if you're in Sacramento... It's on the radio at 104.7 FM, 8.90 AM. We'll be back uh, this morning uh, at 10 AM. Talk about the Kings breaking their four-game losing streak yesterday. God. Uh, Jim Harbaugh might be much closer to where he's going to wind up coaching in the Baseball Hall of Fame announcement is tonight. We'll go through all of that and more. Uh, Stevie also wrote in and said, My husband and I are hoping you can give a birthday shout-out to our middle maggot in training who turns 10. Oh. Poor guy has to deal with his older and younger sister on oh, the daily. Yeah, middle kid syndrome. Oh, and he's sandwiched between two girls. Oh, no, no. He's one of the sweetest kids for now. Yeah. <laughs> and his big wish is for a birthday shout-out. He hates when Rad isn't on in the mornings, and he always wants to hear what he calls Rob Radio the second <laughs> we're in the car. Oh, happy, happy birthday. Whatever. Now eat your cake. Uh, a couple of quick uh, updates. Uh, I, I can't tell if this is sarcasm or not, but uh, one of the things with uh, the whole uh, Taylor Swift Travis Kelsey relationship is that it's it's all it's all rigged. It's not real. It, it's all it's all a marketing ploy for her show and the league to bring women in. And so we talked about how after his, one of his touchdowns on Sunday night, Travis Kelsey went looked up at the box where Taylor Swift was, and he did the little heart hand thing. It's very Taylor and blew her kiss. Uh, Robert says I think he did the heart hands and blew a kiss because he's doing it for the young Swifty fans that are now watching football. I'm sure he's getting paid extra money to do those stupid things of course it has to be that it can't it can't be that he's fruity it has to be that there's some type of of connection a conspiracy theory because if it's just life well gee whiz um, i just don't even know like when you see that how that enters your mind right it's like oh wow like maybe it's as much as what you did you groaned or someone else went oh that's sweet and then the game just continues Hard to tell with the psychology of it, but the first thing I think of, it's a, it's a defense mechanism. Well, he's not doing it because he really believes it. He's doing it because he's getting paid. Because that justifies it. With each one, it's $10,000. Right. It, it justifies things. When you tell people somebody's doing something, remember the, 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 the woman who wrote in yesterday? Well, whatever he's doing, it doesn't matter if it's manly or not. His, his, his jersey sales are through the roof. As long as there's revenue involved. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, cool. Uh, Greg wrote in talking about uh, uh, other ways to, uh, to, ex- to uh, maybe acknowledge your person, says, I was wondering, what is your... Th-? So he's... Okay, he, he, I know what he's trying to do here. Ha, ha, ha. And I don't know if it's a serious question or not. It says, I was wondering, what is your thought if after scoring a touchdown, would it be appropriate and manly to look up at the stands at your person and do the two fingers to your mouth, lips to the tongue split, you know, you're simulating dining at the Y. I don't know if that's a serious question, but being crass is not manly either. No, again, I go back to, are you 12? I mean, seriously. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Lord. And on the issue of eating uh, eating regular food, leftover food, first thing in the morning for <laughs> breakfast, which I've been doing for years, and now my wife is morphing into me. She had uh, sloppy Joe toast. I mean, that sounds fantastic. Uh, that, that should be a breakfast thing. J- Jason wrote in and said, uh, we just had left uh, leftover Swedish meatballs on eggs. Oh, for that's oh, great, man. too. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, our, our, our budget frozen food food still around i think so oh man i loved as a kid yeah. their budget swedish meatballs those were the kings so Un- unfortunately and i don't want to know yeah. what the meat really was but and, it and was good my wife and i were just talking about this last <laughs> night because she had a craving for a uh, uh, watermelon laffy taffy yes oh, nice. oh yes like so many things oh. she took a bite and went it's not the same no 
summer. And oh, I've had the same experience with so many of these frozen dinners. You know what? Because yeah. they take some chemical out of it that we shouldn't have. Right, and they put another God. one in. Yeah, I don't that's know. no good. Or, or or they don't do anything that Dawn just said. They're just doing it for budget purposes. Either way, <laughs> so many things have changed. Did you get a yes. look at the Laffy Taffy candy? Was it the big one with the little watermelon yeah. seeds in it still? Yeah. It oh, it's one. different? Oh, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, and I hate watermelon, so I didn't try it. I can't confirm. Uh, I wouldn't know. Uh, an hour from now, we'll be in the middle of talking to Shelby Elias from financewithshelby.com. Lots of emails have already. I mean, we already get lots of emails for Shelby, but it's exponentially more. Uh, so uh, email us, rad at radradio.com. You'll be able to call and talk to him uh, as well. Then tomorrow morning, uh, Officer Pat, our security chief, will be here for his annual visit to remind us about the 48th annual Pig Bull Guns and Hoses charity football game, which is cops versus firefighters playing football this Saturday at Capitol Christian. The Kids Safety Fair kicks off at 11 a.m. Pre-game 12.30 kickoff at 1. Pat will talk about the uh, charity event, the game, and everything else tomorrow. And then on Thursday, the Circles guys are going to be back. They will uh, be here for the long-awaited update. That Circles with an S. Uh, for all of you, all of us that have invested in uh, Circles, the positive social media media app that we call the Yelp Killer. They've got an update on where we are in terms of revenue. For those of you who don't even have anything to do with the, the investing, just the release date and what, what we've done with the app, what it looks like. Uh, and for those of you going, oh, well, this, this sounds interesting. Maybe I can, I can I still get in on this? They'll have a, an answer to that in details. That'll be tomorrow morning. No, that's Thursday morning. With the, sorry, we're so busy this week. <laughs> Circles Guys Thursday. Tomorrow is Officer Pat. About 45 minutes from now is Shelby from financewithshelby.com. Good Lord. And now, baby, here's Dr. Rob. Here's how the Dr. Rob segment works. you got a question, a comment, a problem of your own. Our phone number is 888-989-9811. You can always write to the Dr. R-A-D at radradio.com. Remembering, I am not really a doctor, and you should suck it. This is from a name-withheld woman. Hey, girl. I'm going to do this in two parts because there's a little twist. Well, for me, there was a little twist at the end here. Uh, but it could just be nothing more than words matter. You know, I get a little wordy. Now, you but... do. You do love words. She says, uh, hey, Dr. Rob, I went on a first date over the weekend. We met on a dating app. We went out to dinner at a restaurant that neither of us had been to before. Well, or so he said. Right. <laughs> it's like his place. He had to go in the day before and go, pretend you've never met me when I show up tomorrow. <laughs> all right? I want to be my, my home field advantage. Or it's here. like the place he takes all his dates. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we went out to dinner at a restaurant neither of us had been to before. He was a perfect gentleman, better looking than I was expecting, super nice, and we had a decent conversation. Now, maybe it was nerves, but... I just didn't feel any kind of spark. Oh. I'll admit, I have almost no dating experience as I've not taken dating apps very seriously, and it's scary meeting strangers from the internet. Mm. He's made it clear that he wants to see me again, but I'm not sure if that's what I want. Am I giving up too soon? Would going on a second date feeling this way be considered leading him on? Now, I'm, I'm pausing here because based on everything that she said at that point, my advice was going to be, I mean, it's not really, when you put everything in, in, in perspective, it's not really leading him on based on what you're saying, because you, you you admit you were nervous, you admit you don't have a lot of dating experience, and I know there are a bunch of foo-foo people out there that say, well, if you don't feel it right away, if you don't feel it in the first seven seconds, it's not going to work. That's lovely for them, but it doesn't apply to everyone, and a second date is not leading someone on. A, a second date, if, it, if it's the same thing, because you might be wildly surprised, maybe he was nervous. Maybe he wasn't presenting his best self. Maybe there just wasn't a connection. If after a second date you feel the same way and you just kind of go, you know, I really like you. You're a nice guy, but th that, that's different. You're not, if he accused you of leading him on, he's a jerk. That was going to be my advice. Well, and thus far, I don't know what she's looking for, like what her intentions in dating are. Some people date just because they want to have 
random sex or get a, a bed buddy. So in that case, right, it's that seven second, oh, I didn't feel it. So right, right. If, if that is what you are looking for, then why bother? But if you're looking for Which she clearly isn't. Right. If you're looking for something more meaningful that has the potential to last, you have to give it a second go. And that's it. I mean, you, you do. You know, you know, we're not telling you to go out with them for three months. Right, but I mean, feeling the same way. Yeah, because sometimes something could spark, something could spark a conversation could spark what you said was missing the next time, and you never would have known that had you not at least given it a second try. Maybe the letter writer doesn't necessarily want to have to go through the the process of going on a date again. Like maybe there's an in between because when you're dating somebody or you meet somebody from a dating app and you first meet them, there's a lot of surface level stuff. You're not really getting to the deeper parts of of them and get it, allowing a spark to ignite. So if you don't necessarily want to go on a date, maybe just have some phone calls or allow yourself to text and get to know each other a little bit more and see if there's anything that uh, gets moving. Great advice. That, that's, there's, there's a middle ground advice. Okay. Sure. Okay, so he want, he's, he made it clear he wants to go out with you again. You put him off for a week, but you 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 interact. With, you know, you got plans or whatever, but you yeah. interact on a regular basis and get him to interact and, and see what the, the – because, yes, I mean, I'm sorry, old people. Texting is conversing. After you've met a person, you yes. are having a conversation, and, and that's a great way. Good, 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 good for you, Brando. Well, maybe there was no spark. Maybe they, I don't know how nervous they were, but was there no kiss at the end of the night? Was there no hug? Was there no like like feeling or anything like that? But that's okay. I don't. It doesn't know. always does, happen the first time you go out with somebody. Does there have to be for? No, like, there, there doesn't have to be. I'm just saying, like a spark could have happened if you were to go that way. Hmm. And she doesn't mention any type of how the of how the date ended or anything. I need to feel a spark first before I'm giving you a kiss or a hug. Even a hug? Uh, that, I'm so sorry. Ugh, that sounds so judgy. Maybe there are people to exactly what Kyle's saying. If they hug you, they'll like, oh, whoa, they feel a spark, right? So, of course, that can be, but I don't even want to hug you unless I have felt a spark, right? I don't know. So, and there, and yeah, to, to your, Kyle's point, that maybe right. we're all set up differently. Some people, if they go ahead and kiss you, right? Because we do hear about that where they're surprised by the kiss. That was like, whoa, they weren't expecting a spark or something to happen like that. And to your question, Dawn, earlier, it, there's obviously absolutely nothing wrong with, I don't know if they, they met at the restaurant or if he picked her up or whatever. That's old school thing. There's nothing wrong with, hey, thank you. I had a great night. And you just walk away and you don't touch at all. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. As a guy, I wouldn't be like, oh, well, that didn't work out. It's like, well, I really like her. I, my experience we'll when see. I was younger dating, the the for me anyway, the ones where there was a spark immediately were the most dysfunctional relationships I had because that's all we had. That's all we had was the spark. And so the spark, we just let get us through everything, the fights, but they weren't really getting us through it. It was just like, okay, now we'll just have sex, you know, like that's so sometimes it's okay if there's, but she was already attracted to him. So that's good. She said he was good looking. So you might get a spark as time goes on. So, and, and so that, that, okay. So we're basically all on the same page for yeah. the most part. But right. now again, maybe I'm just putting too much power in this one word. Because at this point, I was I was getting the story ready. I was highlighting the, the email. And I was like, well, I know what I'm going to say here. And they went, oh, wait a minute. So <laughs> last last sentence, you know, uh, he's made it clear he wants to see me again. I'm not sure if that's what I want. Am I giving up too soon? Would going on a second date be feeling considered uh, leading him on? The thought of seeing him again is very unappealing to me. Oh, oh what are you well, doing then? Even yeah. though he did absolutely nothing wrong. I just don't believe he's my person, and I don't want to waste his time or mine. Am I putting too much power in unappe very unappealing? No. no. I mean, the, the way that to me was like, wait a minute. that you it, The whole email, she's kind of like, oh, I'll admit, I haven't dated. I'm not sure it's what I want. And then, whoa, very yeah. unappealing. That almost sounds like you're... you're 
putting yourself in a in a horrible situation. She's trying to be nice in the beginning of the email. She's trying to see it from from his perspective, but also she hasn't ha- had a lot of experience in dating, so she doesn't know is there something I'm missing here? Is is there something that that should be happening or that I should be looking out for? But ultimately, at the end of the letter, she she answers her own question. Pass. Move on. If it's Next that person. right, okay. So you agree? If it's that bad, if she's if she's being literal with that, yeah, then no, there, you can't put yourself in that situation. Move yeah, on. yeah, okay. I, I feel the same way. Like absolutely, if you get that feeling, you're like, oh, I don't want to see him again. There's something there. He said something. He did something you didn't like. Maybe psychologically, you you interpreted it differently. But yeah, don't do it. And. <sighs> Oh, I, sorry. I lost my train of well, thought there. It doesn't necessarily even have <laughs> to be anything that he says. It could be just the way he breathes or just yeah. the energy. Like the, if she if she just is not oh. feeling it. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. But if she's not feeling it, like also maybe she's scared that she's not going to find somebody else because like she's new to dating. Maybe she had a good conversation going with this dude. And she's not getting that with anybody else. And then she's like, man, I don't want to start over. Maybe I should give a second chance, but I don't like him. Uh Mm-hmm. I think it was like when she had said, like, it's all coming together now. She doesn't have much experience, but with a dating app. She didn't say dating, right? It was just like with a dating app. No, she so says, I, I have almost just, no dating experience. No dating experience. Okay. So, um, and your second part of that email changes everything. So the thing that you need to take comfort in is nothing horrific needs to happen for you then to say, no, I don't want to date you. Good people, this is what dating is for. Nice, wonderful people constantly meet up, have a date or two, and go their separate ways. Just because they're both nice, lovely people doesn't mean they're supposed to be together. Nothing horrific has to happen for you to say no to a second date. It's either there or it isn't, and and if it's unappealing, no. Move on. Don't waste your time. To to Brandon and Kyle's point, there's something there, too, For and, and you might never figure it out. There could be something deep-seated psychologically about this guy that, that is triggering something in your subconscious that you're not even aware of. Mm-hmm. His mannerisms, the way he breathes, as, uh, as Brandon said, maybe he used a word like, like Kyle was alluding to, that, that you, your, your mind goes back somewhere and goes, oh, I, I don't want to. And it doesn't come out that It doesn't come out like, like, like he reminds you of your worst uncle ever. But it processes in a way it goes, yeah, it's just not. I mean, if, I mean, if you get to very unappealing, there's yeah. no reason to be going out with them. <laughs> and it's just not your person. Haven't even not dating. Have you met people where you're like, okay, yeah, they'll just never be my friend. Not that they're awful, horrible, have done anything wrong. They're just not your tribe. They're just not your people. And that, that I put him in this category because you start out getting to know each other as friends, and he's just not your tribe. Uh, all right, one more. This is also from a name withheld woman. Totally different subject. Says, hey, Doctor Rob, I'm head coaching my two boys. So adorable. Stop it. Who are 9 and 10. Uh, they're Little League team for the first time oh. this year. Oh, my God, how fun. Little background. I love baseball. I played for eight years, center field and second base, and I would have kept going had my backwards hometown in the 90s allowed girls over 15 to play. Aww. Softball was the only option, and I hate softball. Yeah, because you're tough. Stop it. <laughs> I umpired and was a league Little League assistant until I left for college. Nice. Fast forward to today, I've been volunteering for a few years, helping with my kids' team. Our head coach retired, and a few people asked me if I'd consider throwing my hat in, so I did. Well, that's quite the parent group we got there. Stop it. Look around and everything. They go, okay, I guess the woman is the hey! one. Hey! <laughs> oh, my God! A woman can coach. Uh, sure. And you know uh, it. Baking competitions. Oh, mm. Stop it. Uh, female swimmers. <laughs> she can wear coach purses. Oh, there you go. Co- crocheting. Oh, don't don't, don't worry, letter writer. I will be serious after we 
we have to, I have to get this out of my system. All right, and I, I will answer your question. Oh, Lord. She says, surprise, surprise, the board accepted my application. Oh, Yay! How woke of them. Stop it! Right now! I'm checking that box. God! <sighs> Uh, it's majors division full of old school asshat coaches. Uh, I had my first meeting with all of them last night and heard, oh, you're the new girl coach. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping my cool as I know they're just a bunch of misogynistic blankheads. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, scratch, not, yeah, scratch. not worth your time. Yeah. Of course they're misogynistic. They hate women to say things like that. Absolutely. <laughs> Good for you. And they're just trying to get a rise out of me. My concern is not making a complete idiot out of myself on the field. I've been rereading the Little League rule book. Yes, the whole thing. I've read it three times now. That's funny. Uh, we actually, as men, have it downloaded into our system when Stop we're born. Stop it. God. I know how to communicate well with the kids, motivate them, and most importantly, how to make the game fun and competitive. My question to you as a former player and coach is what advice slash wisdom can you share? Any tips for a newbie coach? Well, sure, and I assume you're asking within the context of what you're of the whole setup that you're the you're the female coach in a man's world not like you want me to tell you drills you should be running and other tips if, if, if you want that you can just email it back and i'll do it with you directly not really mass appeal radio no so really okay all, all, all kidding aside first of all I, I do have some advice that i i think will will help you moving forward and the first thing is perspective you, and i understand the defense mechanism of they're all just a bunch of misogynistic blankheads trying to get a rise out of me that's not true I'm sure one or two of them are. Maybe most of them are. Some of them are just go-along-to-get-along guys. And they might actually be really nice guys. And they don't have whatever, the cojones, the ability yet, and and who knows if they will, to pull you aside and go, hey, look, you know, I'm sorry we're razzing you. You know, welcome. I can can help you out. That might happen. But even if it doesn't, they're not, not every one of them. I know you need a motivator, and that's cool. And you should be motivated by the fact that clearly, clearly some of them are are okay with with razzing you and not making it clear that they're razzing you. See, it would, it, at least the way you're presenting it. It's one thing. I mean, you, look, sorry, workplace, little league coach, there's a hazing process for all of us everywhere, man or woman. We all have, there's all, the, 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 you all and we pick, we pick at, we kind of, at, the, at whatever we think is the soft spot. And I mean, this is easy and lazy. Ah, okay. she, she's got boobs. No, I like that, though. This could just be a hazing thing. Wait, you, look, you think every let's, – let's, I don't know how many teams there are in there. Let's say there's 10 coaches, and many of them have been there for years. You think every new guy coach that shows up is welcomed with open arms by every other guy? There's, there, there's a lot. I'm like, oh, look at this loser. They got to razz him. So, so put, put that in perspective, and that, and that is not to take away from the fact that, yes, you are a woman and you have more to prove. Which brings us to my other piece of advice. You say you know how to communicate well with the kids. You know how to motivate them. You know how to make the game fun and competitive. You know the rule book. Then deal with that and win. That's what you do. You just win. You put, you, this is all noise. What, listen, what do you care? Okay, back it up. Yes, it's disrespectful. Yes, it, it, they, look, first of all, like you said, they're trying to get a rise out of you. Well, you wrote me. They got some kind of rise out of you. Let it go. Yeah, don't let them. And, and first of all, be... I would suggest in, you, you pick what's right for your personality. One way you could go is give it back to them. When they, whenever they say anything sexist to you, give it back to them. Come on. Do you, do you know how to insult men? <laughs> do it. <laughs> but if that's not your personality, go the other way. Just be nice Just, or laugh. Or, or maybe, maybe you do something in the middle like, <laughs> well, well, we'll see at the end of the season. 
and then just go out and win. Dude, and, and, and that's what motivates you. I've got nothing else other than that. Because, the, because when you get caught up in this, it's going to distract you from communicating well with the kids, motivating them, and making the game fun and competitive. And, and like in the middle of the game, you might let that make some bad decisions for you. Because we don't know fully yet what their intentions are, it could just be as innocent as what Rob was saying, that, that they, they give grief to any new coach that comes in. And because you're a female, that it, that would be the lazy thing <laughs> to go ahead and pick and do. Yes. Low-hanging fruit, right. we call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then maybe as time goes on, it kind of like lessens, but there might be the one or two that hold on to it. Okay, maybe they're the real jerks that are misogynistic. The main thing is whatever, whatever their intentions are, not to allow them to have any power over you. That's how you show your power and your strength is it doesn't bother you. It bounces right off of you. And however you show that, as Rob already said, laughing it off, snick, you know, kind of half smile, or you have a really good comeback. But it's like your kids are watching you with every interaction you have with them if the kids are present. And you definitely want to show them, which I'm sure you already know, the high road. Because we don't always have to have a snarky, terrible comeback to another adult in front of a child, right? It's always not. We think it's the best lesson there. But it, the best lesson for them is to see how people can hold their heads high and still perform and get the job done without giving in to people that are jerks. Now, you can show off your power and maybe wins over win over some hearts and tummies by bringing in some fresh-baked chocolate chip cookies to the next oh, meeting. Dr. Rob is not a real doctor. Guys he love only cookies. Plays a doctor on the radio. Oh Most of the time, he's full of crap. You can write to the doctor anytime, R-A-D, at radradio.com. We're going to play the pressure cooker right now for a pair of tickets to see Jerry Seinfeld at the Reno Event Center on Saturday, April 27th. Pressure cooker is our daily trivia game we play every single day, although we don't get a winner every single day. It is trivia. You either know it or you don't. You don't. Five right, 30 seconds. None of that matters unless you're caller 18 right now. You can do it. 888-989-9811. Caller 18 plays the pressure cooker. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show.